Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Callaway Sports Podcast. I am your host, Kendall Callaway, back with the year review of 2020. And what was a crazy up and down year, we still have enough information to cover at least a full episode. So, first I want to thank you guys for tuning in, man. Uh, I know it's been a while, but hey, I'm here, I'm back, and uh, we want to start off more on a serious note, man. I want to start off this 2020 review podcast with um, giving a tribute, or I can say, uh, I wouldn't say a tribute, but, you know, just to list some of the names uh, in love and memory of some of the biggest sports names that we lost this year. So, to start things off, um, rest in peace to these wonderful individuals and uh we want to thank them for their impact on the sports world uh they've impacted all of us in some type of way uh so to start things off uh rest in peace to david stern former nba league commissioner kobe bryant rocky johnson the father of Dwayne the rock johnson chris dobman nfl player for the Bengals. tony fernandez was a baseball player for the blue jays the late great roger mayweather boxing champion and trainer of his nephew, Floyd Mayweather Jr. Fred curley Neal of the Harlem Globetrotters. Tavares Jackson, former Seahawks quarterback. Jerry Sloan was an NBA coach for the Utah Jazz. John Thompson was a coach for Georgetown. Uh, he's known for coaching Allen Iverson. Uh, Wes Unseld was also um, a big-time NBA player. Uh, Nancy Darsh was a former WNBA coach for, uh, I believe, Liberty. Diego Mardona is, I, can, I mean, I can't even say a well-known soccer star. If you follow soccer, you know who Diego Mardona is. Kevin Green and Casey Jones. Um, rest in peace to all those individuals. It's a lot more, man. I mean, I could have went all day on going in depth on a lot of these uh, names here. But uh, just to start things off, you know, we want to start things off by, you know, giving our respect and, you know, rest in peace those individuals who lost their lives this year but this is still the intro man y'all know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna let this instrumental run and we're gonna get right into it right after this instrumental with the year review of 2020 So, to jump right into things, man, uh, I'm going to list a few topics, and, you know, we're going to go in depth on these topics, man. But to start things off, it was a crazy year of 2020, and we all know that, man. Uh, we've seen a very strong start to 2020 uh, with, thing, you know, with sports events like the return of Conor McGregor in January of 2020. Of course, it was a tragic death of Kobe Bryant to solve 2020 as well, but we still had basketball. And the Super Bowl to look forward to. We've seen Pat Mahomes lead his Kansas City Chiefs to a Super Bowl title. And after that, things went south. The coronavirus pandemic shot off and it set the sports world on fire. And what I mean by that, it pretty much shut sports down. 
we've seen basketball being postponed. We've seen baseball being postponed. And all these other sports, are, you know, have been put on hold. Boxing, mixed martial arts, we've seen all of this. And it was crazy for a lot of us diehard sports fans who look forward to Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays. I mean, every day of the week, it was something, you know, from Monday through Fridays. I mean, really Sunday through Saturday, you know, it's a basketball game you can look forward to. You know, uh, it's a baseball game you look forward to. Saturdays, you know, you have a mixed martial arts or a boxing event to look forward to. So it was a lot that, you know, we were going to be missing that long with these things being postponed. But shout out to Dana White and the UFC because they kicked things right back off and they found a way to, you know, put you know put something out for us. And um, right then and there, were, it, it was where we seen the birth of the UFC Fight Island. Fight Island was taking place in Abu, in Abu Dhabi. And it's still taking place in Abu Dhabi. Um, I mean, Dana White was phenomenal this year to still be able to, you know, um, bring us great fights. I mean, without fans in the arena, didn't matter. We've seen some great fights like Ferguson versus Gaethje and uh, Suhulo versus Cruz. We've seen um, it, Israel Adesanya and Paulo Costa. Like, we've seen a lot of great fights. So, shout out to Dana White for that, man. Um but also, once everything jumped back in and we were able to get sports back, we were able to get boxing back, the NBA came back um, inside the bubble in Orlando, Florida. You know, we've seen some great things, man, in the bubble. Uh, we've seen these, these well-known players that a lot of us know really take the game to the next level. And, I mean, I don't know if you can call some of these guys rising stars, but, hey, it's... It was something nice to see, but stay tuned. We're going to talk about that later on. We've seen the return of Earl Spence Jr. after his, after his horrific car accident. And, I mean, peak condition and great form. We've seen him dominate uh, Danny Garcia to retain his uh, title belts. We've seen Terrence Crawford return against Kell Brook. And, I mean, like I said, I mean, we had a list of UFC fights to go on. We've seen great knockouts. We've seen... Uh, just slugfest. We've seen all these things. We've seen the return of Habib Nurmagomedov. Rest in peace to his dad. It was very tough for him to come back uh, after losing his father to COVID. Uh, also, you know, to start things out, I forgot to mention this earlier, we also seen Joe Barrow and LSU, you know, I mean, they set college football on fire and went on to win the national championship. But, you know, those are some of the topics that we're going to be covering, man. So, uh, Without further ado, man, let's get into that first topic. It's going to be our NBA segment. Let's get right into it, man. The Lakers won the title in the bubble. LeBron James was able to capture his fourth NBA title, fourth finals MVP. And also, we've seen Anthony Davis capture his first NBA title, which was great to see, man, uh, to see them in the bubble. I don't think people realize how tough it was to play in that bubble. Um, I'm not a basketball player, but I've watched basketball all my life, and, you know, the bubble had its pros and cons. Um, of course, you don't have. I mean, I guess it's a plus and a and a negative thing, not having fans there. You know, uh, I heard LeBron say that. You know, we could hear things, but the the bubble in the arena was dead silent for them. You know, even when they brought you know uh, the virtual fans in, they couldn't hear anything. You know, so it was still pretty much silent. Uh, silent to them. Um, but that, that was tough. You know, uh, some people feel like it's not, but I, I truly do. Um, 
believe it was because you can either feed off, you know, you can feed off the crowd, you can feed off the fans, things like that. I think the only, you know, one positive thing about the bubble was not, you know, there wasn't any travel, you know, there wasn't any traveling uh, involved in these playoffs, but still, um, like I said, man, the bubble had its pros and its cons. Um, but like I said, man, rise of the new breed, you know, guys that will take the league by storm after, you know, players like LeBron and, and Katie and Carmelo are, are really just letting the league go. Uh, we seen the rise of Brandon Ingram, uh, this season. We seen the rise of Devin Booker this season, especially in the bubble. Luca being Luca, I call him Luca Magic. Cause that's a bad man. Shout out to Stephen A. Smith for that. Uh, but Luca's a bad man. Uh, a lot of people may disagree with me on this, but uh, Lonzo Ball. I've seen a lot of great things from Lonzo. Uh, if, if if we take out what happened to him in the bubble, you know he didn't play well in the bubble, but still, uh, I seen uh, I seen some great things from from Zo uh, throughout the season. Seeing him uh, fix his shooting form. Uh, being able to knock down that three, of course, he's a amazing passer. He's a he's a great on ball defender, and you know, um, I see a lot of bright. You know, I see a real bright future for that Pelican squad, man. But shout out to Lonzo Ball on a, a very good season this year on, on a very good twenty twenty. Dennis Schroeder, I love what I seen from uh, Schroeder and OKC, and now seeing him in a Lakers jersey, he's a very underrated guard, man. Uh, those young uh, those young Bulls out of Boston, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Uh, really uh, set the league on fire uh, in 2020. Bam Adebayo got his first All-Star appearance. Uh, great to see him just ball. Uh, Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell. I mean, we've known how great Dame is, but Dame took it to another level this season. Um, after Kobe's death and and, and that first game that uh, Bronden played in L.A. in the Staples Center, I mean. Dame took over. You know, Dame was Dame. We seen that six three or 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 six and one point game he had against Golden State this year. Uh, this year it was just great. And also, man, uh, Mitchell and Donovan Mitchell, Spider Mitchell and Jamal Murray in the bubble. That first playoff game, they both dropped fifty. It was great. I mean, we've seen them take their game to the next level, and uh, it was just it was awesome to see, man. It was it, it was awesome to see these guys just rise to the occasion. But those are some of the uh, names I've seen that really just caught my eye this year. Uh, I know it's more names out there that, you know, people may be looking for, but this is my select few of players that showed me, man, as much as I talk about the league being soft and the league, you know, being in okay hands, these guys proved me wrong. And the league may be in, in, in great hands in the near future with these young stars coming up and the young stars that's, you know, waiting to prove themselves like these fresh class of rookies that we got with LaMelo Ball and Anthony Edwards and James Wiseman and all these guys. It was great to see um, those uh, those young men get drafted. But these list of names I just listed here, it was great to see them ball this year, man. But uh, it wasn't too much. Like, man, it was a big gap. It was a big gap in the NBA season this year. And I can really go in depth on that, but I'm, I'm not uh, due to – I mean, it's 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 not too much to say. It's not too much to say. Um, it was shocking to see the the fall of the Clippers. Uh, 
I mean, we seen some great things in that bubble, man. Like I, I wasn't, I was excited for the bubble, but I didn't know what to expect. But the bubble definitely delivered, man. It definitely delivered. But I mean, looking forward to 2021, uh, this season. I got LeBron and them uh, going back to back, man. I think, I think KD and Kyrie seeing. I mean, it's great to see Kevin Durant back on the floor. I mean, it is awesome to see him just ball. It, it sucks that we're not, that we're not gonna see. Uh, Clay Thompson this year, uh, it, it it really does. I, I I hate that that happened to uh, uh, Clay, but um, he'll be back stronger. But uh, it's great to see KD and, and and Kyrie. They're a great duo. Eager to see what the Heat team can do. Eager to see what Giannis and Milwaukee can do. Uh, it's a lot of team. It, it, it's a lot of teams and players I got my eye on this year uh, because this is this is a very interesting year, man. It's a very interesting uh, year. Um, but 2021, man, I'm, I'm 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 looking forward to seeing the rise of you know possibly some other players and the ones that I uh, named uh, LeBron. Can he get the back to back? You know, once again, silence his critics. And as LeBron said, he want his, you know, what I'm saying he wants his respect. So, you know, let's see if they go back to back. Let's see if he really gets that respect from um, the sports world like he deserves, in my opinion. Uh, either see how the Clippers will bounce back after, you know, what happened to them in the bubble. Uh, losing to the Nuggets when they were up 3-1. You know, that was, that was, that was kind of embarrassing for a, a team where the world labeled them as dogs. You know, they're, they're, they're a team full of dogs and, and they put them on this high pedestal of them being the L.A. Bulls and all these things and, and they couldn't deliver. They couldn't, they couldn't, they didn't give us that showdown, that L.A. showdown that we was looking for between them and the Lakers. We didn't get that. Um, so, let's see if we're able to get that this year. Uh, Kawhi versus Braun. Um, you know, their duo versus the Clippers duo. Like, I'm, 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 I really, really, really want to see that. Like, the regular season games are cool and all, but I want to see it. Can they win when it matters? You know, we know that LeBron takes his game to another level when it comes playoff time. So, 2021, I'm looking forward to all of that, man. Um, but that's my NBA segment, man. And y'all know what's next. It's our NFL segment. The year review of 2020. Callaway Sports Podcast. I am your host, Kenneth Callaway. I'll be right back with you, man. In the year of 2020, we've seen the rise of multiple positions in, 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 in football. Not only just the quarterback, but we've seen the, the rise of a lot of running backs and the rise of receivers. And, and it, was, it was great to see these players rise occasionally as well. But more importantly, me being a black man, I don't, I don't mean to sound biased. I don't mean to sound, you know, like I'm favorite, you know. Bias, yes. Bias is a word. I don't mean to sound biased to the rise of the black quarterbacks this year, but it was great to see Pat Mahomes just continue what he done in the year before. Is it, it was great to see him build on that and then win the title, the Super Bowl in 2020. And not only did he do that, he broke the bank, man. He broke the bank. He signed that big, that I can't even use the word big, that humongous, that that gigantic deal with the Chiefs, and not only that, he signed as a partner with that baseball. You know what I'm saying? The the Kansas City baseball team. So he, I mean, he he he's getting paid for pretty much the rest of his life. So shout out to Pat Mahomes. Shout out to my quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson, his MVP season. It was great to see Lamar solace critics. Of course, we didn't get the job done. 
You know what I'm saying? We flopped in the playoffs. Hey, but that doesn't take away from his MVP season that he's had. Uh, great to see Lamar. I can't believe I'm saying this, but shout out to Dak Prescott. Y'all know I'm not the biggest Cowboy fans, but to see Dak turn into, you know, the quarterback that he is now, uh, I wish him a speedy recovery as well. Man, I hated to see him go down um, because Dak was putting up numbers, man. And, and truth be told, the Cowboys need him. Uh, I know they are excited about leading the division and possibly going to the playoffs, eliminating Philly this past Sunday. That's cool and all, but, I mean, I don't see them going far. Let's be honest, the NFC East was a was a horror show this year, but that's not what I'm here about. You know what I'm saying? I'm here talking about Dak Prescott and what he's done in the year of 2020. He went from a check down quarterback to being a quarterback who takes risks, who throws that ball down the field, who's, I mean, padding a stat sheet with 30 completions and having 400, you know what I'm saying, 400 yards, 300. You know, these, these games that Dak has put together has been great to see uh, from where he came from when he first got into the league. So shout out to Dak Prescott. Shout out to Deshaun Watson out of Houston, man. Deshaun Watson has one of the best deep balls that I've ever seen uh, in, in, in in football within the last few years. Deshaun, excuse me, Deshaun Watson has a great deep ball to his receivers. It sucks that he doesn't have a DeAndre Hopkins to throw to anymore, but still, shout out to Deshaun Watson because he's only getting better. I hope that they, you know, fill in the pieces and and you know help him out. Uh, it's great to see. The Texans part ways with Bill O'Brien because he's he's made mistakes and he should have been held accountable a long time ago, but it's great to see that he's being held accountable now. Uh, but shout out to Deshaun Watson for, you know, improving his game as well. We all know who Russell Wilson is. Russell Wilson is still Russell Wilson, and in my opinion, he's all, he, he's only getting better. But shout out to these black quarterbacks, man. Uh, we've seen the rise of the running backs, man. Um, Christian McCaffrey. Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara, Saquon Barkley, and Derrick Henry are this select few running backs I've seen. I'm like, man, the league is in good hands. I remember just a year or two ago, I had friends. I had my own brother tell me that Ezekiel Eller was the best running back in the game. And that's cool and all. Of course, you, you know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be the best running back when you're running behind the best offensive line. But when you look at a guy like Saquon Barkley, who doesn't have the best offensive line, and he puts you know these great numbers up, you gotta give him his 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 respect. You know what I mean. You gotta give him his respect. Um, but shout out to Zeke. Still, you know Zeke is still a very good running back. I just don't, you know, consider him an elite running back until he shows me otherwise. You know what I'm saying. He's got this money. He got paid. I feel like Dak should got paid. But you know, um, shout out to Zeke. Still, man, prove me wrong. Uh, come, you know, these playoffs or come next season, 2021, man. We still got 2021 to look forward to in next season. Uh, Derrick Henry, you know, we've seen Derrick Henry just really take his game to the next level, and people are considering him, if not the best back, a top three back in the game. Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, these guys put up crazy numbers. So, Alvin Kamara just had a crazy game. 2020 was great for these running backs, man. So, shout out to them. It was the rise of the running backs, man. Uh, we still got some football to look forward to, man. Towards the end of 2020, man, we got some good football. I mean, it's been some good football. We had some good football. At the start of 2020, um, shout out to the NFL for you know doing everything that they can to to bring us football, man. Because it was it was a chance that you know we probably wouldn't see some of these sports that we that we've grown to love. So shout out to the NFL, Roger Goodell, and those guys uh, for um, getting us to 
the couch on Sundays or, 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 or Thursdays and watching some uh, great games, man. But uh, 2020 was, it was, I mean, I can't stress it enough. It was a crazy year. It was a crazy year. Tom moved on from New England. Now he's lighting up teams in, in uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, A.B. is back on the field. Des Bryant is back on the field. You know, uh, Jalen Hurts is, is he's he he may he, he's looking like the future of Philly, man. But uh, I I I do believe Carson Wentz has to take some blame for what has happened. But I don't think he should take all the blame. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Doug Peterson is a coach who needs to be held accountable, man. Uh, he should be held accountable for what has happened in 2020. Um, his offense coordinator, I mean, that Eagles coaching staff needs to be held accountable. You know, not all the blame goes on Carson Wentz. But uh, 2021, let's see if the Eagles can turn things around, man. Uh, the 49ers had a flop year after going to the Super Bowl this year. Uh, they lost George Killer for, you know, a good amount of time this year. They, they you know, most of was in and out. Um, Jimmy G is in and out. So uh, Richard Sherman missed, I think, the, like the first seven, eight weeks. Uh, so let's see if 2020 they can turn things around. We know that you know we know that they're not going to playoffs, but um, that's the end of my football segment, man. You know we caught the the end of the football season in in January and February. Then we had that long that long period of time of not seeing anything, no preseason games, anything like that. But hey, y'all know what's next, man. In my opinion, these are the two sports. Well, this particular sport that I'm finna discuss carried us through the middle of 2020 from middle to end shout out to the ufc and Dylan white man the combat sports ufc and boxing that segment is up next man stay tuned man in the year of 2020 we had combat sports to look forward to man i know i did i don't know about everybody else man but i know i did man i'm a big fan of uh the ufc uh watch a little bit of bellator uh i want to get into watching other um other organizations as well uh, the pfl one championship uh and things like that uh but uh in 2020 man uh i think it's I mean, 2020 jumped out pretty hot for us with the return of the notorious one, Conor McGregor. We seen him dominate and put Cowboy Cerrone out in 46 seconds. And then Conor wanted more fights, didn't get those fights, and then he went MIA. But we'll see Conor again start the year off with a bang, Let's, uh, hopefully with a rematch with Dustin Poirier in January of 2021. So that's something to look forward to, man. Um... But also, we've seen Israel Adesanya not only dominate, but run through what people felt like was going to be his toughest test in Paulo Costa. Uh, I mean, took him to school, uh, dominated him, and finished him. Uh, so, Israel continues to dominate. Uh, he also continues to go back and forth with John Jones over social media to see if those guys are going to fight. John uh, vacated his light heavyweight belt and moved to heavyweight. Uh, hopefully, in 2021, we see his heavyweight debut. Rumor going around, just a rumor that Israel Adesanya is going to be moving up to 205. 205 is a light heavyweight division that John Jones dominated for years. We've seen Jan, Jan Blakovich uh, defeat 
Dominic Reyes for the vacant UFC light heavyweight uh, belt. So now he's a champion in 205, but we're hearing that uh, Israel is going to move up and challenge him for the uh, title, uh, possibly, uh, and hopefully uh, to become a two-weight world champion, uh, like so many in the past have. Uh, we've seen the trilogy of Stipe and DC and with Stipe defeating DC and DC calling it quits and retiring with a great career was with Daniel Cormier. Uh, sucks to see DC hanging up because he's such a great fighter, man. He's such a great fighter, but, uh, you know, um, Father Time waits on nobody, and, 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 and DC knew that it was time to, you know, hang it up. We've seen a great title fight between, you know, Max Holloway and um, Alex Volkanovsky. I do believe that Holloway won that fight, but all in all, it was a great fight. Also, we've seen one of the best, in, in my opinion, the best women's championship fight in UFC history between Zhang Wei Li and Joanna Yee on Jacek. If you have not seen that fight, man, go check out the highlights, man. It was a great fight. They went back and forth. It was a very, very close fight. I thought Joanna pulled it out, but as a fight fan in 2020, uh, that was something that I mean, that was something to see. We seen the rise of Justin Gaethje, uh, just dump, come completely dominating, taking out the boogeyman of the UFC lightweight division at 155, Tony Ferguson. We've seen the rise of Charles Oliveira at 155. I mean, it was great to see that. We seen Henry Triple C Cejudo. We've seen him dominate and defeat the so, you know, I, I, I won't say so-called, but in my opinion, the best bantamweight of all time, Dominic Cruz. He finished him and then hung it up. He retired. Um, that has happened in 2020 as well. Who knows? Triple C may come back. Um, also, man, uh, not only did we have and see these great fights, man, we've seen great knockouts. Jordan Buckley, his knockout, I mean, his knockout was out of a like comic book or a WWE ring with the knockout that he had. If you haven't seen it, go check it out, man. He got his, his kick caught and turned and gave the dude a back kick like he was Jeff Hardy in the WWE ring. Man, it, it was something great. It was something great. We also seen the rise of um, Davidson Figueredo. In my opinion, he is my male fighter of the year just because he saved the flyweight division after Cejudo retired. We didn't know if we were going to have a UFC flyweight division. If you don't know what the flyweight division is, they fight at 125 pounds. Figueredo is a killer. He is a monster, and he single-handedly saved the flyweight division, man. He he, he really did uh, with great fights with uh, Joseph Benavidez dominating him. Uh, then we see his fight of the year candidate with... Uh, the babyface assassin Brandon Marino uh, just a few weeks ago so uh, if you haven't seen that fight as well check it out uh, Dave, Davidson Figueredo is something to look forward to in 2021 uh, also another fight of your candidate was Dustin Poirier and, and, and Dan Hooker uh, great fight it was a great fight like all of these fights I'm naming man like go out and, and, and check them out Hooker again was in another one with Paul Felder uh, it was great to see uh, that fight, uh, my female fight of the year is uh, Valentina Shevchenko. She's a killer. We've seen her uh, finish Caitlin. Uh, man, I'm finna butcher her name because I, I suck at saying her name. Chukagian. Chukagian. We've seen her uh, dominate her and finish her. And then we've seen her pretty much dominate J uh, Jennifer Maya over five rounds. So nobody is, is coming close to the dominance of... Valentina Shevchenko, except Amanda Nunez. I would like to see a third fight between those two, hopefully in 2021. Um, 
But yeah, man, uh, it was a it was a great year for the UFC. You know, not the best year, but you know, they were still able to give us some some great fights, man. Uh, some of them, I mean, I didn't even mention like we seen uh, Woodley versus Covington. We seen uh, Usman versus Masvidal. Masvidal took that fight on uh, six days notice. You know, hopefully we'll see that that rematch in 2021. I would like to see Usman fight Game Bread on a on a full count. I would I, I would love to that. But shout out to Kamaru Usman, uh, Gilbert Burns. We seen the rise of Gilbert of Gilbert Burns at 170. Uh, hopefully we we will see him versus Usman in 2021 as well. Um, of course, the Eagle will always soar. It sucks to see that Khabib has uh, decided to retire. Uh, we're not sure if he's gonna come back. Uh, let's hope he does. Uh, we send the rise of um, Piotr Jan. He is the new bantamweight champion as well at 135. You know, so it's a lot of things to look forward to, man. It's a lot of things to look forward to in 2021 as far as UFC goes. Uh, we also seen Michael Chandler sign with the UFC. Thank God, I've been waiting for Michael Chandler to sign with the UFC from Bellator. I mean, it just makes that 155 division even more scarier, and, and it just shows the the talent that they have at 155 with, you know, McGregor, Poirier, Ferguson, Oliveira. Now, I mean, Oliveira just beat Ferguson uh, pretty decisively as well. You still got Gaethje. Um, you know what I'm saying? Cowboys moving back down. You know, a lot of people don't won't consider Cowboy a top 155, but I would love to see him back at 155. Uh, Rafael Dos Angeles moved back down to, to to 155. So, you know, let's see, man. Let's see. That that lightweight division is looking very, very stacked. Same as a welterweight division. Uh, we just seen uh, Wonderboy get a win. So he's, he's, you know, creeping back into that top five. You know what I'm saying? Top three, top five conversation with guys like Covington and, and, and Leon Edwards and um, Masvidal. You know, um, and we've seen this monster jump on the scene. Two monsters, Kevin Holland at middleweight and then at, at welterweight and middleweight. This dude fought like <laughs> two weeks apart. Uh, Kai Melf, man, that, 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 that Russian is a scary, scary dude, man. But we seen the rise of those guys, man. 2020 was great, in my opinion, for the UFC because they were able to, uh, they were able to capitalize and and give us these fights. You know, they didn't have to. They could have kept their fighters safe and things like that. But you know, 2020 all and I was a, a very good year, if not great, for those guys, man. But uh, y'all know what's next. It is the last segment. And that is our boxing segment, man. We've seen boxing eventually come back as well. And y'all know how much I love the fight game. Y'all know how much I love the fight game. I might love the fight game more than I love football and basketball now. And growing up, I wanted to be a football or a basketball player. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man. Y'all know, know what's coming up next. This is our last segment of 2020. This is our boxing segment. Stay tuned, man. Callaway Sports. Now we back, man. I'm gonna keep this Warren G and they dog uh, rolling, man. I love this instrumental. It's a great song right here, man. But uh, it is our boxing segment, man, and I think it's fair to start off our boxing segment and what I believe was the biggest moment in boxing to me this year. It wasn't Fury beat Wilder because I have my concerns, my thoughts about that fight. I'm not sure if Fury cheated or not, man. Like that's that's something to really 
to really look at, man. That's something to really look at. Uh, I'm a little, um, I'm a little iffy on that uh, fight, but um, the biggest moment and the biggest thing that happened in 2020 to me was the return of Errol Spence, man. And once again, I'm not being biased because he's from Dallas, but it was absolutely amazing to see Earl, you know what I'm saying, um, beat the odds and, 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 and come back after that car accident, man. Uh, at first, when I when he decides to come back and he was going to fight Danny, uh, I, I, I would have loved to see him fight Danny in January of 2020 if the accident didn't happen. But after the accident, I'm like, I'm not... I'm not worried about him losing the fight. I'm just worried about his health. And then once I start to see him really in the gym, I start seeing the shape that he was in. I'm like, you know, those nerves really came down, you know. And this is no disrespect to Danny as well. But um, if you haven't, checked out my, uh, you know what I'm saying, check out my YouTube video, uh, Callaway Sports, on why I, you know, I stated all these facts. You know, they're facts to me. But I stated my, my reason on why I felt that Danny Garcia's style was tailor-made for Earl Spencer style. Uh, and then if you watch the fight, you'll see, you know, where I was corrected. Uh, not to toot my own horn, but toot toot. Uh, but, yeah, Spence dominates in his return, man. Uh, it, it was great to see him uh, just put together his arsenal once again of body shots and great jabs and straights and, and pressure. It, it, it was a phenomenal performance, uh, in my opinion. Then we also seen... Uh, <laughs> the return of uh, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. A lot of people uh, feel like, you know, that fight just sucked. And, and you know, I talked with my brother, shout out to um, my big brother, Kel, who was also my barber, man. Y'all need y'all cuts, man. Uh, come to come to Kel the barber, man. Uh, but uh, we actually enjoyed the fight over the fact that even with them being older, it was just not, you know what I'm saying? If you had the mindset of of, you know, seeing or expecting a fight or expecting them, let me put it like this, expecting them to fight like they did 20 to 25 years ago, then you had the wrong mindset. It was still interesting to see them, you know what I'm saying, Roy dipping, you know, and dipping and slipping uh, Tyson's punches and then seeing Tyson still be that 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 predator that he is with the body shots and, and, and I mean, it was just great to see them out there. I'm not even going to bring up the Jake Paul and Nate Robinson fight because that's not a boxing fight to me. Jake Paul is not a boxer, neither is Nate Robinson. Uh, and one thing's for sure, man, you don't play boxing. So um, I, I ain't going to talk too much about that. But uh, Shakur Stevenson continues to rise, man. Uh, I, I, I like what I seen from Shakur in uh, his first fight in uh, 2020, a few months back. You know, he got the stoppage. He looked very good. Um, his last fight, I was really expecting him to get the stoppage again. That's what I would like to see from Shakur. I would, I, I would like to see that dog in him. I would like to see that that inner dog in Shakur Stevenson that we see from other fighters like a Teofimo Lopez, like a, of course a Javante Tank Davis, uh, who I would get to later on. You know, but I want to see that from Shakur Stevenson. You know, um, the Charlo Twins they got big wins in twenty twenty. Put some respect on the man's names, man. Put some respect on their, put some respect on their names. I'm gonna say it again, because the disrespect to Jamel and Jamal Charlo, I believe that they should be on. You know, if if you can't get both twins on the pound for pound list, get one of them on there. You know, uh, Jamel has, you know, what I'm saying he's the unified champion at his his division. You know, uh, he defeated uh, Jason 
Jason Rosario stopped him with a jab to the body. You know, um, put some respect on his name. We've seen, I mean, I, I, I've, I've read and seen and heard a lot of chatter about uh, Jamal Charlo, you know, the bigger Charlo ones, the one that fights at 160. Saying that, well, he hasn't, you know what I'm saying, he hasn't fought, fought that's not even the word, he hasn't fought anybody with, you know, a real solid name, but he did in 2020, which was Sergey Derevinchenko, where a lot of people felt like he would give him a tough fight, which he did, but I feel like, you know, Jamal was in control uh, majority of the fight, so that's a big win for Jamal. Let's hope that he gets the fights that he wants in 2020, man. Shout out to the Charlo Twins. Uh, Tank knocked out Leo Santa Cruz. Same thing with Tank. I, you know, I was hearing some people, including my brother, Rashad Calloway, saying that Tank ain't fought nobody, but, you know, uh, he got Leo Santa Cruz on his resume, uh, which is, in my opinion, a dead body. If you have not seen that knockout, go check it out. It's on my Instagram, but if you don't want to go to my Instagram, uh, go to YouTube, type in Javante Tank Davis. I'm, pre I'm pretty sure that's one of the first things that is going to uh, show up. Tank KO Leo in a very, very vicious way uh, with a mean uppercut. Uh, we also seen Teofimo Lopez take out Vasily Lomachenko. A lot of people felt that Loma was their pound for pound number one. I always disagree with that. I, I always seen Canelo or Terrence Crawford as my pound for pound number one. Leaning more towards Canelo, though. You know, I, I've always seen Canelo as my pound for pound number one. But still, Loma was a pound for pound uh name in the sport and now Teofimo Lopez is a pound for pound name in the sport by you know taking Loma out it was a very very good fight and uh with that being said man uh Teofimo Lopez is my fighter of the year just for that reason you know I could have chose Earl uh but I didn't I chose Teofimo because he's a young strong champion you know uh that was my last um that was my last podcast you know with the takeover being complete for now, you know, uh, but I loved what I seen from Teofimo Lopez in that fight. I really, 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 really did, man. It, it was great to see him execute his game plan and and and, and put punches together so so well. Um, he did everything right uh, until Loma started, you know, you know, catching catching his groove late in the fight. Uh, but Shout out to Teofimo Lopez. He's my fighter of the year. And I think he's Ring Magazine's fighter of the year as well. I just uh, seen that uh, like a day ago. Um, but y'all know what we got to do, man. Uh, the fights for 2021 that we got to see. Some of these fights were on my list for the fights for this year. Uh, we got the uh, Fury and Wilder uh, 2 fight. Uh, Fury and Wilder 3 uh, is not on my list, if, if, if anybody was wondering. Uh, but, uh, I believe, uh, I have to go back and see, you know, go back and look at my notes. If, if uh, Tank and, and Leo Santa Cruz is on my list, I don't think so, but that was a fight that people were wanting and we got it. But the fights were 221, man. I need to see Canelo versus Jamal Charlo, man. Jamal is willing to go up to 160 or one, you know, well, Jamal is willing to stay at 160 to fight him or move to 168 to fight him, you know, but I got to see, uh, Canelo and Jamal. Uh, I also got to see uh, Canelo versus either Caleb Plant or David Benavidez at 68. Got to see that fight. Got to see that fight. Um, I would love to see him fight Caleb Plant, you know, over David Benavidez. Just off, you know, I'm one of those guys. I love when I discuss boxing with my brother, Kelsey Hayes, uh, because he 
stresses on how boxing is a sport. It's not all about entertainment. It boxing is a is a sport. And with that being said, boxing, you know what I'm saying, boxing demands skills. You have to have a skill to be a boxer. That is why it's a sport. Understand what I'm saying? So with that being said, man, that is why I look I, I would like to see the plant fight with Canelo over the David Benavidez fight. We know David is a knockout artist, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and he's exciting to see. But when you know boxing, you understand boxing, you watch Caleb Plant fight. This, hey, this brother right here got skills to pay the bills. Great defense, great jab. He hides that left hook behind that jab very well, very hard to hit. He got great feet, and I think he would give Canelo troubles. He's 6'1", he's fast, you know what I'm saying, he... He counters well. You know, I, I truly believe he would give Canelo troubles uh, just off that right there, just off him being, you know what I'm saying, that type of fighter. Because we've seen what happened when he fought Floyd. You know, Canelo has pretty much been fighting guys, and this is no shade or no disrespect to Canelo. But he's been fighting guys um, that are kind of, you know, punching bags. They're kind of, you know, stationary targets. Triple G is a stationary target. Rocky Fielding is a stationary target. Uh, Callum Smith is a stationary target, but you put him in. David Benavidez is a stationary target, whether people see it or not. You know, uh, but I gotta see that fight in 2021. Spence versus Pacquiao. I gotta see that fight in 2021. I believe Manny wants that fight. I know Earl wants that fight. Earl gets that belt. He'll hold three of the belts at 147. Bud will have no choice but to fight him. If not. Maybe we get Bud's belt first. You know, either way to go, I got to see Earl unify that 147 division before he decides to move up. I got to see that, man. I got to see that. You know, Bud has been disrespectful, uh, uh, in my opinion, with his offer to Sean Porter of a million dollars. Sean Porter is a welterweight who has fought everybody that you can name. Every big name at 147, uh, every former champion or current champion at 47, with the exception of Terrence Crawford and Manny Pacquiao, Sean Porter has fought them. He's fought Danny Garcia. He's fought Keith Thurman. He's fought Earl Spence. He's fought Kell Brook. You know what I'm saying? He's fought Adrian Broner. I mean, his, his his resume is one of the best resumes, if not the best resume, at 47. So that offer that, that, that Bud and his team gave him is a slap in the face. They will not lowball Showtime Sean Porter. But I got to see one of those fights, if not both of them, Spence and Pacquiao or Spence and Crawford. Y'all feel me on that? All right. Davis versus Lopez. And that is Teofimo Lopez. With Lopez getting that big win over uh, Loma and, and, and Tank getting that big win over Leo. Tank fighting between 30 and, and, and 35. That's a fight that I got to see. I got to see those two go with it because those are two dogs. Like, those are two real dogs. And then I also got to see uh, Tank versus Shakur just, just because... Uh, I had a debate with my oldest brother, Rashad. Uh, shout out to Shotty Mac. Uh, I had a debate with him on why Tank will beat Shakur Stevenson. You know, I'll probably do a YouTube video on that, man. And uh, so y'all can see my, you know what I'm saying? Actually, see us really, really get into a debate. But I got to see that fight uh, for my reasons why I feel Tank will win that fight. Fury versus Joshua. Got to see that fight. Uh, I don't have to say too much about that, man. Uh, those are the two of the best heavyweights in the world right now. Um, the two champions at heavyweight right now. Got, got to see that fight. Got to see that fight. 
Um, Charlo versus Harrison three, and this is Jamel Charlo, not Jamal. Jamel Charlo uh, with a third fight with Tony Harrison, with them splitting the first two fights. Uh, Tony Harrison being the only guy to really challenge, and he's the only guy to beat Jamel Charlo. Uh, I'm I'm not too fond of the fight with Jared Hurd for Jamel no more because I mean Hurd didn't fight. And we don't even know if Hurry's going to stay at uh, 54 because he was saying how he struggled. So we'll possibly see Hurry move to 60. But I got to see that Charlo versus Harrison 3. And uh, last on the list is Caleb Plant versus David Benavidez. I've been wanting this fight for about a year and a half now. Got to see that fight. Like I said, skills pay the bills. And I truly believe that Caleb Sweet Hands Plant is the best at super middleweight. But, hey, I thank y'all for tuning in with me, man. This has been another episode of the Callaway Sports Podcast. This has been the 2020 year in review coming from yours truly, your host, Kendall Callaway, man. Shout out to y'all. Um, God bless y'all. Um, shout out to all my black-owned businesses, man. All my black-owned businesses. Um, shout out to my brother, uh, the best barber in Dallas, Kayla Barber. Get your haircut by a man. If 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 you don't believe me, y'all know I don't, I don't I don't walk around here with, you know, any kind of thing in my head or you know looking any kind of way. So, shout out to my brother. Uh, shout out to my sister, Megan Nicole, Megan J's Wild Child Hair Growth Oil. I'm getting a beard because it's oil, man. You know, so the stuff work. If you are not my friend on Facebook, then uh, send me a friend request as long as I know you, uh, and you'll see me. You know, helping her promote her business, man, because the oil is good and the oil works. Uh, shout out to my big brother, Mac Foolin, man. New music coming on the way. Uh, Y'all already know what it is. And, you know, when that new music hit, that'll be, you know what I'm saying? I won't be using these instrumentals no more. It's going to be, you know what I'm saying, Foolish Click, Mac, you know what I'm saying, Mac Foolin music on the Callaway Sports Podcast. Uh, but, you know what I'm saying? 2020 has been a crazy year, man. Uh, I thank God for not only keeping me safe, but keeping my family safe and keep for and and I thank God for keeping y'all safe, man. Uh, for everybody that will be listening to this podcast, man. Uh, I thank God for y'all and uh, I pray that God continues to bless y'all. Shout out to the Epic Life Church as well. Uh, shout out to my family. You know, like I said, man, 2020 has been a, a a crazy year, but hey, um, family is power. Family is power. So you y'all already know if I consider you family, you know, y'all know that this message is for y'all. But thank y'all, man. Um, but you know what I'm saying, Callaway Sports, man. Callaway Sports, 2021 will be another great year uh, for us as well. So stay tuned for 2021, man. This will be the last podcast of 2020. If you need any more updates on me, uh, check out my YouTube page. Check out my YouTube page. Uh, I have my, you know what I'm saying, I have my videos on there that I've been dropping instead of podcasts. So, check me out, man. Callaway Sports is out, man. Let this instrumental run. Nas is like.